The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello out there. Uh, this is your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live from still Topsail Beach, North Carolina. We did get our closing date on our new home, and it's not until the end of March. So we won't be moving in until then, even though the house is mostly done. But because of all the moving everywhere, everybody's building, everybody's moving, selling their home in a day, in an hour, in a minute. And so they have a million and one closings in this new development. So it's okay because here we are. We got a beautiful weather lately with the gorgeous blue sky and the ocean to the right of me and the sound or the bay to the left of me. Jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. I don't know, that just reminded me of a song, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, yes, I am, I'm not stuck in the middle with you, I'm here in the middle with you, because I want to be in the middle with you, I want to be involved with you, and, and I want to be involved with you so much that I am going to get more involved with you, I am very excited, Um well, I'll eventually make it official, but yours truly is uh, finally going to have his own television show. Yes. But of course, it's located in the UK and everybody from Australia all the way through Europe and the UK will be able to see it. You can stream it here. You can stream it here. Um, and I will be sending out a link for that. But the name of the television show is called Wake the Blank Up. Wake the Blank Up. It's a perfect show for me. We're going to be, I'm going to be getting into nitty gritty of everything, sharing stories of, of some of my clients and connections that I've made in the spirit realm and the messages that have come through and the information that is needed to help wake you the blank up. And that's the spiritual part of you. Obviously, the human part of you is awake if you open your eyes every morning. But that doesn't necessarily mean your soul has been awakened. Or or better understanding is uh, getting through all your defense mechanisms. But yeah, we're going to be talking about that stuff and it's going to be deep and it's going to be funny and it's going to be exciting and everything like that. And I'll be talking more about it and sharing all of those links with you so you can watch it. And at some point, it would be really exciting when the coronavirus is lifted and lockdown is lifted. They they experience more lockdown over in the UK than we have over here, believe it or not. Whiny Americans, stop whining about being locked down. There are other countries that can't even go out their front doors, you know, uh, no less to the corner bar um, until 10 o'clock the curfew 
So um, once they remove the lockdown or lift it and make it uh, less strict, we're going to be shooting over in England, which would be really fun. I love England. I've been there a few times to the Arthur Finley College of Psychic Sciences in Stansted. I highly recommend that place. It's magnificent. It's wonderful. It's Hogwarts. It truly is Hogwarts without slithering. No, no slithering around, no negativity, no negative group whatsoever. There's only one, and it's a loving place, and we've made the most loving, powerful connections with some of the greatest tutors on the face of the earth and the history of tutors and tutorage for mediumship and psychic sciences goes way back in England, far Far further back, uh, further back, farther back, whatever back you want to talk about, then the United States, then America, because they existed longer than we have, and they've been doing this work for such a long time, and it's very honored and revered there in England and the UK, and so... Um, that school has just been amazing. And if you ever get a chance to go and visit the school, even if you don't want to take a class. But my wife, without having any experience whatsoever, one year because I spoke about it so highly, wanted to join me. And she did. And she took a beginning class and had the most amazing experiences. And we're not talking about a person who, you know, sits there. And even though I do this work, she doesn't have anything to do with it she doesn't want to do anything with it um but she did want to see if she could experience it she did she was amazing herself she was absolutely amazing students in that beginning class were asking her to do readings for them <laughs> it was hysterical it's like oh wow great um, so, so we had a great time over there so I'm looking forward to being able to get back over there we are still in love month the love month. I don't remember the rest of the words to that song. That was the love boat. If any of you um, older listeners are listening, you youngins uh, missed out on some wonderful television shows back in our time. The corniest of corny, the love boat. But in any case, it's love month. And today we are going to be talking about whether you're in the right relationship or not. I want you to call in. Do not be afraid to call in. You can stay on anonymously. The number here is 816-251-3555. And let's find out, are you in the right relationship? How to make the relationship that you may be in better and deeper. And everybody's relationship can go deeper. I mean, truly, my wife and I have now been together 48 years. In July, it'll be 43 years of marriage. And we constantly go deeper. And we've done a lot of work. And, and it's, it's joyful marriage. Joyful, not tolerance. So many relationships today that we've been talking about this month are about tolerating each other. I get callers all the time telling me that they have been with their their partner for a good length of time. And, well, you know, 
Um, well, we're at least getting along. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's fabulous. I'm so glad you're at least getting along. You can do that with friends and acquaintances and your next door neighbor. You're supposed to do more than that with your partner, with your lover, with your spouse. You get along. So call in with questions about your relationship. And we have we have callers calling in. Very good. And and let's go there. Let me go there. Let me tie in. Let me tap in. Let me see what's going on in your love life. You can ask a specific question. So callers, so let's start off. Okay. Oh. So, so my caller um, switched names here. Okay. Um, so, so Sandy, are you there with me today? Yes. Oh, there you are, hon. Oh, so, so glad that you called in. That's fabulous. So, so let's talk about relationship for you. What is your question for me, Sandy, in regards to relationship? Am I in the right relationship? Oh, well, that's a really good question. I can tell you this, Sandy, that there have been too many past bad ones um, for you. And so it's going to cause you to question all along the way. You question yourself. And of course, I, you know, making people call in and let's find out about it. But I need you to have some more confidence about your relationships and don't accept them as just surface anymore. You need to go deep in conversation with your partners. Yeah, I'm 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 not feeling bad about the relationship you're in right now, but I'm definitely feeling you need to go deeper. There are internal feelings the both of you have. This isn't just regarding him, it's regarding you as well. Maybe feelings from your past, from your childhood, about how you you feel about yourself growing up in this life, uh, about your dreams, about your desires, about your goals. It's a relationship is more than, oh, gee, honey, how is work today? You know, it that's part of it, but it's a very small part. The biggest part is being able to learn more about yourself and the deeper side of you and sharing that with your partner. That's how we grow. So, Sandy, I want this relationship to finally work for you, hon, because I'm having a very funny feeling you've not experienced a lot of unconditional love in your life. Is that correct, hon? Yes. I've been married for 30 years. Yeah. Well, stop settling, okay? Um, the longer a person is married, the easier it is to get in a rut with that person. When in actuality, you're married for a long time in order to keep growing to higher levels with that person. So when you look at that person today, the love the the involvement with each other should be far greater than it was 10 years ago. But as couples get older, the relationships and the marriage get staler. And you don't want that. So, Sandy, I'm leaving it up to you because your husband's not on the phone with me right now. You are. <laughs> I'm leaving it up to you 
to get this marriage exciting again, deeper again. Get him to talk. Don't accept him not sharing with you. Don't accept it. Say, no, no, you know what we're doing tonight, hon? I got a great chick flick here. We're going to watch and we're going to talk about it then. It'll be so much fun. Let's go deep here. What's going on? You know, that's what we need to do. Or pick up a book, Sandy, and, and read a chapter together and talk about it. Or, or check out some online um, uh, blog. Those, those are great. A blog, a video. Somebody's discussing something deep and important about life, about stress, about dreams, whatever it is, and talk about it. You know what I mean, Sandy? Yes, I know what you mean. Okay. Now, I've been told that you're a pretty strong personality and you can get him to do some things that he normally wouldn't do. Isn't that correct, Sandy? Yes. Well, then get him involved and the two of you get involved, okay? Don't train him to be apathetic or just passive, you know? It's, it's, you've got so many more years to go, but you've you've stagnated. It, it it has become stale. It's not deep anymore. And that's not just one person's fault. It's both of yours not wanting to grow individually. Right? Sometimes it's really hard to figure out you know how to get how to influence the other person well you're not necessarily in a marriage or a relationship to change the other person but you can entice the other person you don't want to just sit there and go along with what everybody says because we can give into the lazy part of us much sooner than we can give into the oh let's do some work part and don't accept it don't just sit and give into it don't give into it yourself and expect him to be all excited if you're just going to sit around. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Stop stop expecting him to be a mind reader. So I'm getting a message that there are times you're waiting for him to initiate things. And you become disappointed when he doesn't. Um, you initiate things. If there's something you want, this goes to, to everybody. This goes to the guys. This goes to the women out there. If you want something and you want to do something with your partner, tell them, please tell them, don't wait if, you know, oh, but, but it's, it's so considerate when he does something for me or, or she should know what I want. I shouldn't have to tell her. No, no, none of you are supposed to be mind readers in a relationship. That's what communication is all about. That's what communication is all about. And don't be afraid to share that. Okay, Sandy? So speak up. Get it going. And I think you've got something good. Do not plan on leaving. There's too many divorces at 25 years, 30 years, 40 years. I've known people who have been married 40 years old who got a divorce. And I'm like, you mean out of that 40 years, you couldn't get something worthwhile to stay with that person? Seriously? Now, now, really, there isn't, don't get me wrong, there isn't anything wrong with moving on. 
But usually, usually both people will come to a mutual understanding and an amicable understanding that maybe, maybe we're, you know, it's okay to move on now. We've had wonderful times together, but it just seems like maybe some things, the growth has slowed down or stopped and, and, and you seem to have an, a different interest and I seem to have a different interest and maybe it's time that we go different ways. And it usually would then be amicable. Now, there are people like that and couples like that. that it does happen like that in the world. If you read Conversations with God, book two, Neil Donald Walsh writes specifically about that, where God is saying it's okay for people to move on. You know, it's okay for people to move on. However, that doesn't mean that all the, the divorces today are being done the right way. It's wrong. People are getting a divorce out of anger and not having their emotional needs met when they're supposed to be meeting them themselves. And then you share. So, Sandy, get into yourself, get into growing, get into loving again, and get your spouse and partner your husband on the same track with you okay sandy you're going to promise me that yes yes I will. all right hon then come back and let me know how it's going okay okay thank you all right oh you're very welcome i wish you the best okay yeah um people i get it and here let me tell you about how you can figure this out a little bit. We've had the pandemic all in 2020, right? And we've been in lockdown at times. Each state, each country has had different lockdown, different lockdown periods, right? And so how was it being locked down in the same household with your partner day after day after day after day? That's it. That's almost the same thing as Two people in a marriage retiring, and now they're at home with each other now every day. Okay, how is it? How is it? How do you feel? What what comes up for you? What came up for you? You know how many people had a difficult time with that? You know how sad it is to hear that you're tired of being with your partner or seeing him or her every day? Are you kidding me? Seriously? Is that the type of relationships we're accepting these days? We can get tired. Oh, if I have to see him that much longer, oh my God, I think I'm going to go crazy. That's terrible. My wife and I consistently say, and she's working at home now, and even when the pandemic's over, she's going to be working at home. We both work from home. We've been home with each other now all of 2020 and now. And we look at each other and we say, thank God that if I have to be stuck in the house and at home and I can't go out, or that we're choosing to work from home, thank God it's with you. Thank God I've got you here. This is wonderful. We get along so well. We don't have to agree with everything. You might have lunch at one time, I have it at another time. 
I might have to work 30 minutes longer than planned, or you might have to. But thank God we have each other. And that's the way a relationship, that is not an ideal relationship. That is a normal relationship in God's world. In the human world, that's an abnormal relationship. Because I'm supposed to have my own want time. I mean, I know I, there are people that we know that are constantly talking about that. You guys are always together. You guys are always together. You don't go anywhere without each other. Well, that's not true. I mean, she certainly has taken some trips without me. I've had to take some trips without her. But what's so funny, while we're on those trips individually, even if we're enjoying ourselves with whatever we're doing, she's at a conference, she's off with some girlfriends and her sister's girlfriend. She's like, oh, gee, I wish Vinny was here. My oh, gee, I wish Eileen was here. I hate having fun without her. I hate having fun without him. And that's not that's not a manipulated mind. That's not a possessed mind. That's a, a, a heart of, wow, that's my best friend. That's my partner. I love having great times with her. I love having great times with her. I love having good times alone. Like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm capable of it. She's capable of it. But our fun is that much greater when we're together. And quite honestly, we're each other's greatest company. We're each other's greatest company. There's some people we're with that we come home and go, oh, my God, definitely that's not the person. I don't care how much I love them, but I couldn't be stuck in a home with them all day long. That's for sure. Late I get to come home. Crazy people out there. And even if you're friends with them, <laughs> still crazy. Don't always get along, criticize. They're not on the same path. And the reason why my wife and I get along so well because we are on one path and one path together. And that path is about growth and it's about Christ ideology, wanting to live a life of compassion and love. Our human values are exactly the same, the same intensity level. We're not only in the same book, we're not only on the same paragraph, we're in the same sentence, and sometimes we're even in the same word because we chose to do that together, and it makes us more powerful doing it together. Our dreams come out more because we're doing that together. See, there is a reason for being with somebody like that. You become even more empowered. That's the way he, it, the God source created it to be. Yes, it wanted us to enjoy our own individuality and our own power and connection with the force, but it also wanted us to know you think that's good. You think that connection is fabulous? Wait till you experience it with your brother or sister. Wait till the two or three or four of you or thousands of you are doing it together. It is that much more enjoyable. That's why I created it this way. 
That's why I, I, I have the joy of watching you get to that level. So there is a purpose of being with another person. Do we have to be? No, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I wouldn't give up married, being married to this woman for anything. Because then I, then I would be experiencing my life that much less. And I love the more that I am experiencing because I'm with her. So much more. You don't believe me, read the, the old story, Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the Dolls is all about that, all about a woman. Played, played by, it was a movie too, by man, Patty Duke Austin, fabulous actress, loved her. Oh my God, love her. Was uh, in it, she played the lead and she played an, an, somebody, an actress who wanted to become famous. And she climbed the mountain of fame and notoriety all over everybody else in order to get to the top and come to realize that she got to the top all by herself. And there was nobody to share that with. Not a soul, not a person cared. And there she was all by herself. And it became meaningless. Who cares if you achieve a dream if you don't have somebody to share it with? Callers, hang in there. Got a couple of you online on hold. We've got a commercial break coming up. I don't want you going away. I will come right back to you as soon as I get back from the commercial. So please hang in there and anybody else can call. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. We're talking about relationships and love since this is love month. Are you in the right relationship? Let's find out. You don't have one? Well, let's get one. Let's find out about that, too. I'll see you on the other side. Hang in there. This is Vincent Jenner, your psychic therapist and medium, saying, Love, love, boat. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yeah, welcome back. This is Vincent Jenna, and this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And if you're just joining us, we are talking about love because this is still Love Month. It's about the last day or two in Love Month. Um, well, we only have a couple of days left. And we're talking about whether you are in the right relationship or you need to, to improve your relationship or you need to attract the right relationship. Call in at 816-251-3555. And let me give you a reading on that. We have a couple of callers right now that I'm going to turn to. And so, Tina, we've got Tina here. And uh, Tina, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I heard you talk about your marriage, and I said, I'll have what he's having. (laughs) I like the sound of your relationship. Sounds so good. 
Well, fabulous. So you tell me, thank you very much for that. So you ask me your question about relationship. What is it that you want to know today, Tina? I love my husband. He's a very wonderful person. And, you know, I just want us to shift. We've, he's, we're, he's retired military and, um, I want to shift. So we're finding our new path in life and trying to create a new, a new life. Um, and we also want to shift from just like trauma bonding and misery to dreaming and creating this new life. Um, Mm. the pandemic homeschooling our only child, you know, we're kind of on top of each other. Um, I think I see us all because she's so powerful too, just getting on each other's like, I don't know, like stepping on each other's toes a lot and overpowering and I just we want to anchor new energy we're just all kind of you know figuring that out and vying for power and we want want joy I I love the way you've been putting that Tina and expressing that You're, you're not complaining about the marriage you're you're wanting more from it you definitely that's what i mean by a deeper marriage we want we want our bond to turn from uh common crisis solving to love and dream sharing and that is a beautiful way to put it because you're right Uh, especially with what's been going on this past year or two um, and even before that, with all the stress in life, another way that I put it is we, we step into survival mode with our partners and in marriage. And, um, OK, we got to get this done and we got to take care of the kid and we got to make sure that the kid is doing his work virtually or that he's learning or whatever. And, uh, OK, so what else? All right. We got to pay attention to the income and we got to cut. And it's always about trying to get through rather than consciously paying attention to manifesting now and the joy of manifesting together. So I love that, Tina, and that is fabulous. Now, Mm -hmm. I will tell you a couple of things that you have to deal with. Okay. First of all, well, the part that I'm not crazy about is that you kind of feel like you're stepping all over each other's power. Well, you are dealing with a past military man. And there is a reason why one is drawn to the military. And it's and, and the way you get trained being in the military winds up being all about discipline and following orders. So it it's all about a, a control and a power. And it's also part of his personality. So it's hard for a person like that to give up the control when you're so used to having it or following it. And a person like you that definitely has uh, some strong inner values and beliefs that you've expanded. Obviously, you're calling and listening to a spiritual show and calling a psychic medium. You think outside the box. And so now you've got these two strong personalities and they're now more intertwined with each other. And it's interesting. Well, I will tell you this. When you, if you were to meet my wife, 
there would be no uncertainty as to the fact that she is an absolute equal in our household, that Vincent, as though he has a very powerful, strong presence in the world and voice and, and intensity and passion, and you would think that, oh, he's the dominant one in the family. Oh, I don't even try to go there with my wife because that would not last for a second. Because it's not true. We're equal. And here's the greatest thing, Tina, why I'm sharing that with you. Equal power can still get along in the same household. Because when you're confident about your power, when you believe in yourself and your connection and power, you have absolutely no qualms with sharing it. You have absolutely no feeling that someone else is stepping in your space. It's only when there's insecurity there that the issue is. So what has happened for you, Tina, in your relationship is what's come to the surface are actually some of the issues that the two of you can work on. Okay. The concept of control. Neither one of you have a real total grasp on what power and control is about yourself. It has nothing to do with who gets to make the decisions, you know, in the household or if they're going to be equally, you know, um, considered. It's 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 more about internal control. And his life has definitely been set off edge um, with what has been going on, right? And trying to figure it out and getting it aligned and in perfect order inside the house. Nah, you guys just got to release and let it go and have some fun. I'm not feeling tons of fun. I'm feeling more constraint is what mm -hmm. I'm feeling, kind of like the energy of both of you is being pulled in rather than released and having fun. All right, we're going to get this done. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this together. This is fabulous. And while we're doing this and working with the kid over here and making sure that he's okay or she's okay doing us stuff, hey, let's do some dreaming. What would you like to get done in life? Where do you want to go next in life? And and pay attention to each other's personal dreams. But you got to get him to share ver vocally and verbally okay. his feelings. Um, one of the other reasons why people are drawn, particularly men, I'm not saying all of them, of course, there are women that, that now especially do get into the military, but it's all for the same reason, just so that you know. They're mostly left-brain <laughs> thinkers. They don't like to feel. As a matter of fact, when you're in the military, that's one of the things they teach you not to do is feel. Right. They don't want you to feel that you are attacking an enemy or having to do something with an enemy. They don't want you to feel that what they may be telling you to do is unfair. They don't want you to feel that they want you to respond. They want you to think only and actually just follow. And so now you put that person into the world and you blend them back into life again. And they feel out of sorts because now they have to pay attention to feelings. They can't. It's very difficult. 
And so you can't let him stay that way because he's packing them away. you got to get into the touchy-feely, gooey stuff called feelings <laughs> and get him to express himself. To express himself. He has some disappointments and fears right now. And and again, I love the way you put it. You want to sit there and you want the relationship to shift. Actually, it's not that you want it to shift. You want it to bloom. You want yeah. it to bloom and become what it was meant to be and why you got together to start with. You didn't just get together to cope with life together. You got together to thrive. And so I, I love also the, the way that you, you talk about the dreams. We want to base it on dreams. Good, sit down. Dreams are desires. So what do you desire now in life? Don't let them get away with, well, the only thing we can do right now, because we've got this and society is telling us this and, and the economy is telling us this, don't let them be practical because practicality is all an illusion Perception is reality. So whatever you perceive, whatever you believe is the reality you create. And society does not do that for us. We do it and create society. Right. So if you want to fall into place with the, what, what everybody else is thinking, then yes, you'll be in those limitations. But you got to get his mindset out of that that staunch disciplinary following rules and regulation kind of thinking and realize that there is much more to life that both of you can create. And I, and, and now understand this, here's where the good thing is, Tina, like attracts like, like attracts like. That means his core is very similar to your core, even though he may not be expressing it. So he may not talk about all the spiritual stuff. Oh, he certainly has got. Uh, yeah, I could see you turning around and saying, hey, what's what's your husband's name, by the way? Denver. Say that one more time. Oh, sorry. Denver. Like the city. Oh, Denver. OK. Oh, very cool. Wow. Wow. That's rugged right there. No wonder why I joined the military. He has a rugged name. He's a rugged guy. He could have been a lumberjack, too. You know, or cowboy. He was a cowboy <laughs> in a past life. Just let him know that. Um, he okay. liked a six gun. He loved he loved that holster. He used to go and he used to shoot all the time. I see it all the time. And he's kind of like he made himself like studly back then. So he always, you know, with a little straw in the mouth and 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 uh, riding off into the sunset. He loved that. He loved that. Um, he probably worked for the sheriff as well because um, he also is uh, loves justice justice oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah so so um but denver but denver he within him deep down you know um has this understanding he consciously if you say you want a reading with vincent jenner he's a psychic medium he'd tell you what are you a nut <laughs> um but but it's only because of the words and the usage and, and the definitions and the labeling and, like again, perception that he may have about this type, kind of stuff. Uh, in what it's spoken of today, he may not go along with or like, but I do believe that there is a strong spiritual core to this man, and he needs to tap into it and not be afraid of it. 
Um, so yeah, so so there were there were difficulties in communication with his father. I'm not getting a very strong communicative bond with him. Um, so in other words, it wasn't about father and son sitting down and talking about feelings. Right. It was it was more about duties and chores and then having to do the right thing. This is what you do. This is what you do in life. You know, you go, you grow up, you become a man. You go and you get a good job and you, you provide and you do what you need to. And you don't worry about anything else. You just get done what you need to get done. And it's always about needing to get something done. Yeah. Now it's about releasing and letting go and being free of life. So you can get them on that path. Don't, don't again, like I told my other caller, don't settle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Women. This goes for you too, Tina, because I'm assuming you are a woman there. <laughs> you train men. You understand? You train men. You can very easily train them to constantly control you. You can train them in their habits, whether you like them or not. You train them. And, and how you're going to respond to them, what you give in, what you let them do, and then they follow that, and then you complain about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had my sister-in-law came over with her first boyfriend, who she wound up marrying one day, and we had dinner together. She was introducing him to me. And in the middle of dinner, he finished his Coca-Cola, and he picked up his glass of ice, and he shook it. He shook it. Now, mind you, we weren't 18 and 19 years old. They were in their 30s, actually the late 30s. And he picked up his glass and shook it. And she got up and went and got the bottle of Coke and refilled his glass. And my wife and I looked at each other and said, this is going to be the biggest failed relationship ever. And it certainly turned out that way. And she had been filling his glass until he finally, then he died. He died because he had so much negativity in him. It caught up with him and he died not too long ago, actually. But up until that, and then all she did was complain about miserable, how miserable her life was. But she didn't want to leave him because um, she didn't want to be a statistic like a mother who had gotten a divorce. And so you women, you trained some of your men at times. My niece was the same way after they got married. Her husband would come in, take his clothes off, and drop them on the floor. Because that's what he was used to. Because when he was growing up, he would do the same thing, and mommy would come and pick them up. Even though he was 17, 18, 19 years old and was living at home, he was still dropping his clothes around, and mommy came and picked them up. So guess what? After she marries him, guess what he does? Comes in from work. Just takes off shoes, socks. She even said he would do that with his underwear. Mm. And she's calling me up. How do I fix this? I can't stand it. I said, hon, did you ever once pick that stuff up? Well, I had to. I couldn't leave it on the floor. Oh, no, 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 no. And then what did you do with it? Well, I washed it and then I folded it. Oh, really? You know what I would have done with it? I would have stuck it in his damn pillowcase until he was sick and tired of smelling his dirty laundry there and turned around and said, hey, buddy, 
I am not your maid. (laughs) (laughs) So so listen to me out there. How are you training? You're not supposed to be training them at all, but you're also not supposed to be giving in to their weaknesses at all. So don't give in to your husband's inability to communicate. Do not accept it. What are you afraid? There are less men that are going to pick up a strap and beat you with it. Maybe back in the old days they would have if you insisted upon something. But you turn around and say, honey, I love you very much. I want to talk. I want to talk. I want to share feelings. You know, when you're not here, I'm talking to the ficus. That's what I'm doing. I'm talking to the ficus plant, and I'm getting more back from the ficus plant than I'm getting from you. I want communication. That's why we got married, so that we can grow and grow together, not just exist and not just survive and not just talk when there's trauma and not just talk with how we get the kid to do his work, you know, or what are we going to do for dinner? I want to talk about feelings. You don't like talking about feelings? Well, that's too bad. You're a human, you're a spiritual being, and that's what you have is feelings. That's what you go by. That's what you live off of. Let's talk about them. Let's experience more. And don't settle for less. You got it, Tina? Yeah, like, but when he's depressed or if those ooey-gooey feelings are negative, do I just let him get it out and not take it on just to, like, dump it? Well, let him, let, you know, talk about feelings. First of all, the feelings aren't aren't about complaining about you, okay, or you complaining about him. That's not the feelings I'm talking about. I'm talking about what does it feel like for him to, to not be working yeah. and, you know, that way yeah, anymore. Sure. What does it feel for him to be stuck at home? What does it feel for him now? What is he worried about in his, his future and his life? And it's more than just not having money, you know? What did it feel like? What does it bring up from the past for him? Because that's mm-hmm. where it all stems from. We are, even though we're adults today, Tina, we are completely influenced by our childhoods and what we went through then. That's what we wind up making decisions off of. So not to experience some of the pains and the hurts we experienced when we were children. And we don't always know that we're doing it. Sometimes we do. But for the most part, we try to do things that don't push our buttons. And our buttons are the scars from the past. So talk about that. Whatever lives you are creating right now, whatever is missing in it is because of your beliefs, your internal, deep down internal beliefs. So you want to bring that up. You want to talk about that. And it's the only way to grow anyway. How do we grow? We grow by facing our issues, working on them and seeing that we're more than and keep going forward, right? Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank yes, you. so let him talk. Let him talk and you share and give him a chance. Okay? I will. I really, I, really I think you got it. I think it's going to work. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> if not, don't email me because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. Have a great day. All right, hon. All right, you take care of yourself. Now, thanks for calling. Ah, yes, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not, it's not easy. It's not, and, and, and I will admit, and again, you you know, let's get used to the understanding of certain stereotypes. There's a reason why individuals with stereotype, because there is a commonality amongst them. And one of the commonalities, and it has changed, I'm not saying it isn't, but I will be the first to still say there are gender issues, period. 
okay? It has nothing to do with your orientation or anything like that. It has to do with your gender and what you've been socialized into. But even if you've been socialized, there's still that part because the moment you are with other men, the moment you are with other women, that part in you that's been socialized a certain way gets re-inflamed. And, and men do not do well talking about their emotions because they've been socialized into being more physical and not worrying about feelings. Look, a father would rarely say, while he's reprimanding his daughter, will rarely say, don't you cry or I'll give you something to cry about. But he will say that to his son. Why? Because his son is a man. He's supposed to be a man. Men don't cry. Well, you're teaching men not to feel. That's, that's how they've been raised. It's not that they're inhuman, but the gender has been, each gender has been raised differently. When was the last time, mommies, when you have little boys and little girl children that you told the little girl, go outside and play while little Jimmy and I are making dinner? When was the last time you said that to your son? You know, you usually tell him, look, mom is cleaning. Go outside. Go away. Go up in your room and do homework. You don't sit there and say, I want you to help me with the laundry. Okay. Well, I've got perfect example, even in my own family. The boys have their chores, which, of course, are more physical. And the, the, the girl has her chore. She's going to put away some of the laundry and the boys are going to go outside and clean up the dog poop and take out the trash. Those are stereotypical male jobs. And so now I can see that my my grandsons are going to get married. And um, their wives are going to be doing the indoor womanly chores while they do the outside laborious chores. And then everybody wonders why roles haven't changed. Quite honestly, a female can take out a garbage bin just the same as a male can. Maybe I'm, I don't know. They can even develop. I know some women here that can lift and carry and do things much better than I could ever do. My sister-in-law was single and she lived up in Maine. And if the shingles on her roof needed to be fixed, she was the one that climbed up there and patched the roof. And if wood needed to be chopped for the fireplace, she was the one that chopped that wood. There wasn't a thing that a man did that she couldn't do or wouldn't do. So there was an equality then when my, my brother married her. An equality. So we socialize. So we socialize men not to share their feelings. And it's horrible. So I got a couple of minutes left. I'm going to really quick. Hey, Maria, I know you've been hanging on here, hon. You're with me. You're on right now. Real quick, hon, what's going on with you in relationship? What question can I answer for you? Um, 
Well, mine is based on my siblings that I live with that I called about before. So I know I need to move at some point. I'm concerned on how to deal with them purposely, especially one who causes fights that I feel are unnecessary but are pushing me forward. Um, it's narcissistic, power-controlling type of thing. How to deal with my mental health because I don't have a lot of stamina. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. Hold on a second. I don't want to interrupt you because we're coming to the end of the show, Maria, but it's all about self-caring, self-love. Your siblings and anybody else in your life shouldn't be controlling you. And this goes for everybody. If you are allowing them to be narcissistic and control you, you're, you're, you're needing them too much. You have to find a way to become more individuated that others aren't controlling you. And the only way to do that is by finding your own power. And I want to thank everybody today. We ran out of time. You hang in there, Maria, and just keep going, hon. You've got to take care of your own mental health. And if not, go out and reach for help from others because there are plenty out there. So everybody remember, this is still Love Month. We're stepping into Luck Month. Luck, we call Lauren Bagora. We've got St. Patty's Day that's just around the corner. Why not? So everybody join me again next week. This is Vincent Jenna, your psychic therapist, spiritual teacher, coming to you from the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Hang in there because we've got some great shows ahead. Dr. Dream is next. I love you all. Have a safe and fabulous week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.